podcast. Reach over. Oh, reach out it. and touch someone. Reach out and touch someone. Reach out and touch a motherfucker. <laughs> that's what we're doing. It's Monday. We're clearing out the energy from the fucking freak end. We're getting the week started strong. I'm Sean. This is Cass. This is Mayor. Trinity Infinity. This is the motherfucking come up. Yeah, we have a full moon in Virgo on this Monday morning, bringing mm. in sixth house energy, how we treat ourselves and our body and our daily routines. Mm. Cass has a cool quote yeah. for us today relating to this energy. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I love eating at vegan food restaurants because often they'll like, sometimes they'll put like a little extra something into the conscious consumption, mm. but you don't have to be vegan to have conscious consumption. Um, so they have a Buddhist food blessing that uh really resonate and I feel like I hope I know some people are eating their breakfast right now so if you're eating now or you're going to be eating later maybe keep this in mind today wake up with us wake up with with us us. yeah let's eat together (laughs) um okay so here's the buddhist food blessing this food is the gift of the whole universe each morsel is a sacrifice of life may I be worthy to receive it may the energy in this food give me the strength to transform my unwholesome qualities into wholesome ones I am grateful for this food May I realize the path of awakening for the sake of all beings. Aho, amen, I, whoop, whoop. Fucking awesome. I think that uh, we should have had that prayer with us on Friday when you it made me motherfucking Burger King in Florida. And God damn, I wonder if that would work. Like, I wonder if you could fucking pray over garbage food and still have it. Yeah. I mean, the Impossible Burger, just like, it does tempt me. But yeah, that's why they have it. <laughs> That's why they have it. They realize they're missing out on a bunch of motherfuckers like us who, you know, for some reason are going <laughs> to notice the difference. But yeah, definitely fucking felt like shit after we ate that. But it's Monday. We're washing that all away. Here we are. <laughs> full moon Monday. Moon day. Well, uh, yeah, the full moon was this weekend on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it brings in like the full moon. Mar- it's not just in that day. It's like as it wanes, it's still with us. Yeah, for the whole lunation, really, you're getting that, not just waxing, but waning, you know, leading up to it. Um, And the moon is really sort of the fullness of the exaltation, so things come to a head around the full moon. Things tend to come up. Um, Whatever you may have not been looking at behind the high priestess's veil is now illuminated by the light of the full moon, right? Oh, wow. Wow. Um, And so, yeah, like... How can we better listen to our bodies is sort of the prominent question that comes up with Virgo, along with a lot of other ones. Um, mm. And yeah, food conscious consumption is such a big topic for that. And I think we talked about that last week a little bit too, with nutrition, the different forms of it beyond food as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, with Virgo and Piscean um, energy, that polarity in the zodiacal framework, um, I think so much about consuming and what it is to give and what it is to take. Because mm. um, I think we all want to, in theory, give more than we take, right? Mm, mm. Yeah, you got to give to receive. Yeah. Yeah, and we take, you know, being like the heterotrophs we are, we're takers, we're consumers, we're destroyers um, as much as we're creators. And um, to step into full creative power, you sort of have to accept both sides of those coins and not live in a diluted land where um, you're not consuming other things to survive because that's essentially our existence as humans. (laughs) And you better um, make sure you put in the effort so that those sacrifices to the timeline, the sacrifices of food are being used for Mm. 
Yeah. Hopefully restoration, you know. I think about, let me just move some hair for you. <laughs> I, I think about my consumption of uh, substances, like, uh, like on a daily basis yeah. to, to try to feel right. And like, it's like, I think I've hit on a pretty good formula. I hate that I'm a little beholden to it, right. but... I, it, when I do it more consciously, um, uh, I'm a little, uh, I'm, I'm a less beholden to it, but yeah, it's, I mean, the, the day starts, you get up and you're like, I ate too many edibles last night. <laughs> How the fuck am I going to get my, like this, this happened today. I, I woke up and I was like, holy shit. We were joking about getting up earlier today. I woke up at 11 o'clock. Like what the fuck? So I'm already like clouded, fucking <laughs> faded waking up and I'm like. I need to not eat. I need to eat kratom before I fucking eat anything, so I get that little boost in me. I'm taking sips of your coffee, which is really fucking unlike me. And then around like fucking two o'clock, the weed starts coming into the mix because you're like, I'm too fucking jacked up, so you're trying to like bring it down a little bit. And then by six, you feel like you need a fucking nap or something, so you're like a little more kratom, a meditation. And then by nine, it's like, how do we start winding this fucking thing down? More edibles, ketamine, fucking all kinds of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit of the train I'm on right now. And uh, I don't want to be beholden to it. I don't. I also don't want to judge it too much because it's like, like Cass was saying last night, like this is the happiest I've been in my life. So if this is like a little innocuous concoction that's helping me get through, all good. I'm just going to forgive that, but be aware. Yeah, I think having like... I think even using the language to help you get through may be a little bit corrosive. Like you're good. You're fine. Sober. If you didn't have anything, you'd be fucking Gucci and happy all day. It's like you fool yourself into thinking that's not true. Mm, You fool yourself into thinking you need creative and you need weed. You need all these things. You don't, they're fun. They're fun to play with. But I think when you start thinking like, Oh, it's bringing me to level. That's when it maybe like starts to secretly psychosemantically kind of like cut you at the knees a little bit, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think on the flip side of the coin, sobriety can do that too. Absolutely. I just 100%. logged on to Twitter and I saw someone like bragging about how, how they, they've honed it in and they're hundred percent sober now. I'm like, this is a person that's never struggled with substance abuse at all. And, and they're like talking about sobriety as if it's like a necessary life force for so them. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really fucking weird. And I'm like, I wouldn't hold too close on to that. Who's fucking sober really? Come oh yeah, on. absolutely. And, and, and I think I talked about this before too, but just the amount of influences that you have around you, like you're not sober. Mm-hmm. How could you be? <laughs> it's an impossibility, right? How could you be? Mowgli walks mm. by and you're fucking a little, a little <laughs> pouch of Molly gets released in your heart. And you're like, oh my God, this fucking guy. Totally. And you're feeling your neighbors and the yeah. city and the collective consciousness of the city and the media that you consume and yeah. not just like where your food came from, but who made your food and... Um, How funny is it someone sitting there compulsively tweeting saying that they're sober? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're sober? You know what kind of chemicals are getting released yeah, here? You yeah, know? yeah, and, yeah. It, with each tweet, a desperate cry for attention? Come on. What what the hell is that doing to you? Are you really sober? Totally. Because again, <laughs> it's like, it's almost the same giving away of authority. Mm-hmm. The way that you're talking about it. That's, you know, either that's side I mean. of the coin. Yeah, that's either what side I mean. of the coin. Yeah. Um, so we try to find balance. Yeah, because, yeah, the reality is, like, you could be perfect and right doing either of those stories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the demonization or the angelification of either (laughs) one of them, you know, (laughs) that really gets you twisted in it. And that gets you in this weird judgment stance, not just of other people, but of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't Jay sharing about how, you know, you can kind of approach it. Uh, methodically where you have like times of sobriety times of excess and kind of I feel like that is the most relatable to me is like 
we did nine days towards the end of the year last year. And I was like, wow, I'm like waking up with energy, you know? I mean, that's so simple, but like not, I love weed and it helps me, but not smoking weed for a week. I did wake up with like a little bit of different energy Mm. and it's, it's, is that good in the middle of a pandemic when you can't really leave your apartment to have that much energy all the time? Like there is maybe a reason that we're medicating to work with our environment too. There's a reason the weed finds us. There's a reason it wants to get in us. There's a reason we have the idea. Is it really our idea to smoke or is it it's to fucking get in us? We were talking about this last night. It's kind of a fucking freaky thing when you think about it. That weed has a consciousness. It's obviously drawn towards fucking human beings. It wants to get in there and experience you learning guitar. It wants yeah. to get in there experiencing you having sex and, yeah. and fucking living your life. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. No, absolutely. They definitely want to live through you. Yeah. Plant spirits definitely want to live through you. Yeah, for sure. And that brings me to the other kind of fulcrum that I think about with Virgo energy a lot, which is the whore and the virgin and what it is to have sex. And, um, I, you know, when I smoke weed, I think about like I'm having sex with her and we're Mm. sexually active. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I think about it. Right. Yeah. And now we're in relation and we're together through the day or whatever. Um, and I do think with sobriety, there's no coincidence or randomness that a lot of those people are also super prude like there's a Mm. (laughs) there's a there's a not wanting to let other things in right there's an illusion that you are separate from other things in the universe and that they don't affect you and you're not connected to them and therefore you need to like lock and load so that you can have control over your feelings yeah totally Mm. and you're giving a lot of power to the feeling of control letting that thing take over yeah it's it's so funny how we have a society that really they hold we hold the virgin in such high regard and then then you know once you lose your virginity you're the whore you're the other end of this fucking spectrum Mm -hmm. it's so fucking funny we don't even have that for men like there's no like no there's not even words for it like you call a man a slut it doesn't even mean anything yeah hound dog yeah a poon hound poon hound (laughs) (laughs) yeah Okay, I could see. You know. But that doesn't even sound bad. It's or like yeah. it's cute. Yeah, a whore. It's not very derogatory. Slut. Like those are fucking crazy derogatory terms. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird that it isn't the flip side of the coin. Like, oh my gosh, she's so great at receiving people. Like, she gives so much love to our community. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where we've come to with that energy. Love you know? the sluts. Like, God bless her. Like, she's saving us from oh, pedophiles yeah. and creeps and, totally. you know what I mean? Sex yeah. workers or, are or, like, when you have a friend who you're like, yo, our friend is, like, a very open lover. Like, if we are in a group of people, maybe someone's going to get lucky. Yeah. You know oh, what totally, I mean? Totally. <laughs> we have friends people, like that. Absolutely. We bring people into the mix and I'm like, someone's definitely getting laid tonight. <laughs> There's, like, four dudes that need to get laid here. <laughs> One of them is going to yeah. one hundred percent somebody and, getting it. and she's gonna take one for the team and Hell we should yeah. applaud her you yeah, know like yeah totally yeah. yeah this person we're thinking of too gets off on de-virginizing people so it's such a it's such a <laughs> fucking Perfect. funny uh dichotomy there Perfect. we need to give the male virgin a more like name you know yeah yeah instead we insult them we call them incels we you know, oh involuntary celibates yeah 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 we don't i don't like that name i think there's you know maybe a little bit more of a preservation thing mm. yo i didn't know that that was what that abbreviation meant involuntary celibate yeah oh, what, what did you do you think, think about it i thought it was referencing like in cell like in cellular like still in the embryonic egg That's like not good. ability to leave the womb in the home i well, think you're onto something there you know what do you but, think about it now that you know that it's involuntary celibate 
It's very charged. It's yeah. well, such a char- involuntary. I mean, just dynamically, it would seem like the person wouldn't be able to be received by a new womb if they didn't leave the original. Mm. Mm. So it still it still lines up. Pussy wants a man, not a boy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and, true. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When. Uh, it, and it's and it's like when you're especially when you're referencing yourself as that it, involuntary celibacy, you're automatically putting you're, you're with the words you're using, you're putting yourself in a victim st- standpoint. Involuntary is it really involuntary? You, you really you you've really rolled the dice that many times that you know you're not going to fucking get it, and this is involuntary, and it's other people that have the problem. Yeah, there's like this weird energy around like that men are owed sex, you know, and I don't believe that, but. There is something to be said about having a culture that doesn't demonize sex work and actually allows sex work to be something that's healthy and respectable. And I don't want to, I don't know if I, I guess regulated, you know, that the people are above 18, that they're there consensually, that they're being paid a living wage. You know, it, it feels like because we've cast it into the shadow, um, that's where it, like all the darkness comes from that. Mm-hmm. Of course. Because we don't, we don't look at it. So then people go real nasty. Yeah. Shit, man! Big vir- virgin energy in this episode. Yeah, probably this well, the, week. The Virgo, the whore, the virgin. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I guess yeah. The that maiden. makes sense. It does yeah. make sense. I'm like, I didn't even plan on thinking about this or talking about it, but yeah. it does make sense. Yeah, we fly by the seat of our pants here on the the come up. Oh, we definitely <laughs> do. We definitely do. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Well, this is a fun little start to the week. Uh, just want to remind people you don't hate Monday. You hate capitalism. <laughs> We're here hanging out. We're here for you. You know, we'll sit, we'll catch you every day this week. Big time. And we love you and we hope you have a great Monday so much.